to this week's episode of Murder Most Irish. This episode 68. Did you hear your cat there? Jesus. Jesus, Jack's having a fucking fit. Um, episode what? 68. No, we're past 68. Are we? Is this 69? <gasps> Is this 69? Is this 69? Hold on. Uh, Caught a vibe. Murder Most Irish. Let me for it. Latest. No, it's 68. Oh, this is episode 68 Welcome to episode, it's not episode 69 I know what we're going to do Client security guard in the IRA If you ask Colin what we're going to do for episode 69 He's going to say something filthy about me oh, yeah, yeah, Scissoring yeah. Here I was out on Saturday Yeah With some people Some people Which I would have preferred not to be out with But oh. anyway I was out um, And one of them was like searching like So I wouldn't necessarily class myself as bisexual But I would be open to having relationships with women. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, it wouldn't be... But I'm married to a man. Yeah. Right? But I wouldn't... Not that I wouldn't, like, for no other reason other than... I've never been in a relationship with a woman. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But he was like... It had came up in the office a couple of, like, months ago. And I said, like, my views on it. And I was like... And the only reason I said my views on it is because, like... We were just talking about sexuality. Yeah. And I don't think that's anything to be in any way guarded around. Yeah. He was like, uh, your, your husband's like a married man who is married to a woman who is like into women. He won a lottery when he married you. And I was like, what does that mean? What is this sentence? And what do you mean? What the fuck does that mean? And he mean? was like, you know, and I was like, like, he was like, just obvious and like a dick, right? And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, I'm in a fully committed monogamous yeah. marriage and I've been married for 10 years. What the fuck has that got to do with And he was like, yeah, but like, you'd be open to like having... No, I wouldn't. And I, I was I like... Would, I'm married. What? I'm men married. Men are so stupid. Men are like, so stupid. Like, I am stupid. married, right? Absolutely married. This has all come about because we were talking about 69. And uh, I was like, I'm married. And he was like, what? Would your husband not be open to it? And I was open like... Open to what? We're in a monogamous relationship. We're not in a relationship where we're like polyamorous or like open to like yeah, that's yeah, obviously yeah. threesome is what he was hinting at oh, right? okay. and I was like so and he was like me and my wife once talked about having a threesome this is a true story this man told me by the way okay and I was like right and he was like and we were in like part of our relationship was long long distance for a while I was like alright I'm sure that was very hard and he was like but then we like after the long distance thing we said that we were gonna have like a threesome and it was this girl that had like uh pursued my wife to be mm-hmm. and so we were like right she's like the one we're going to do this with and then the next bit of the story is where it takes a turn so he was like we invited her over for dinner and then our plan was after dinner we were just going to go at it <laughs> and then ask her did she want to join and I was like, sorry. So you weren't going to have a conversation? I was like, one, I was like, I've never been in this situation. No, However, the I etiquette your house. is that you ask the person you if they're interested. the person. And then maybe that person, if she is interested, is like, cool, I'm coming over she for just sex. trying to ride his I was wife like, in front of the like, I was like, that is like a form of sexual misconduct it's not, yeah, there's no I, consent like, there there's, there's like no, no consent. consent I was like you need to have a conversation with the she's person eating a piece of corn and then you're, he's riding her on the table <laughs> yeah. like. he was like and then like the words he was just like we're just gonna go at it afterwards and see if she wanted to join and I was like excuse me sorry this is not normal yes yeah okay 
I was like, this is absolutely not. And also, he is American. <laughs> but also, like, the other thing is, I don't understand because none of this was apparent for like the last year that I've known him. Yeah, and then we crazy. go out one night. And he tells you this. I have no drink on me because I was driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has one drink. And he's like, and goes into this thing. And I was you. like, Yes, I think it's a thing where we get straight men who don't see, who see bisexual women as a fetish. They don't yeah. see them as human beings and they see them as slutty. And when you're, it's like this thing where you're like, but I'm in a relationship. That doesn't mean I, I want to have sex. Uh, yeah. I love this person. I like, want to be with this person. I was like, I just don't get this. I don't so understand. I honestly don't understand how we got so left of field. Because this is obviously, the conversation went. I can't believe he told you that. The conversation went, hey, let's not talk about work anymore. And I was like, all right, cool. And then he started with, he asked me and another girl I was with, have, any, have either of you ever had to like chase a man? As like a woman, have you ever had to like chase a man? And I was like, what do you mean? Who is this? Like, what, what do you mean? And he him? was like, you know, like if you like somebody. And I was like, no, men are idiots. So if I like them and I tell them I like them, usually that means regardless if they like me or not, they'd still yeah. get with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, but no, that hasn't been the case. I was like, but also dating culturally in Ireland is very, very different, different than the States. I was very so different. It's not the same. <laughs> I was like, usually... We don't go on dates. Date, like, no. dating is not a thing. Usually it's like, like a friend group. Now, now it is. Somebody. Now it is. Now it's like you, people go on uh, Tinder and all those websites and people set up dates and go on dates. But when I was growing up, you didn't go on a fucking date. No. You shifted someone behind yeah. a shed. Yeah. And you were betrothed. And yes. that was it. <laughs> Madly in love. <laughs> Um, in Longford we say shifting for kissing what yeah. do you say up here uh, Meet. meeting do you want to meet my friend meet my friend do you want to or uh, I, the wear. Wo- I hate wear, wear no, one has e- no one has ever used that word to me but I've heard do you want to wear wear in the face off each other although I was saying the other night when I was going to that pub right it was on I was cross road from Panty Bar what's the name of that street Parnell Street Parnell Street yeah it's on Parnell Street and I parked up the back of the old fruit market oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and walked it's down nickname. <laughs> the old fruit market <laughs> Call, you not call this episode <laughs> the old fruit okay, market. <laughs> Colin's Go, nickname is the, the old fruit, fruit market. market. <laughs> anyway, girl, we're um, and I was walking down the light, the side lanes. Yeah, and I could hear this noise. Oh no! And it was this is the noise. No! I would just kill myself. It's like, and as I turned the corner, oh, yeah. you, this young flat and young one, and when I say they were eating each other alive, like I could hear it before I got to them. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. They were. Like, I'd say... Yeah, I'd say the time I use wearing is when we're like, they're, that one is wearing the thing. Yeah. Get, get inside. They were wearing, like, yeah. Now, I was wearing runners as well, so they couldn't hear me coming. Like, Just I'd say it. if I had it been five seconds later, <laughs> the finger would have been insider. Probably already was. Like, I was like, what on earth? I hate PDAs. I walked past and I was like, let's get a room. Like, I am the worst for PDAs. Like, this, I, will... I don't think this is meant to be a PDA. No, I think I just picked the wrong secret. lane. To park the fucking car in a hidden secret kiss. Yeah. Was he wearing a tracksuit? I don't. I didn't actually pay any. But yeah, stop she, having men, sex with men that wear tracksuits. Um. But yeah, and that's then, the subheader for this. Episode. By the way, that's the com- that's the first. So the first bit was like, have you ever had to chase men? Second bit was about the are you were bisexual, the Sarah Jane. Or the and then the third part of the conversation was. Um, like uh, him saying we've considered like opening our marriage our marital bed to somebody that's nice go ahead go and ahead. then the fella sitting beside him who I also have known for a year and a half was like yeah I'm in an open relationship with my girlfriend of three years 
No way. And then I was like, is this person from like that place in an open relationship too? And he, and they were like, yeah, how did you know that? And I was like, I tell you what, who am I surrounded by? <laughs> young people, like, Sarah. Young, young I people. Like, I need to go home now. I am too old. I'm telling you this. Uh, the effort it takes for me to be in one relationship. The effort that I then and he I'm, doesn't even live in the same country yeah and I'm like the, I, I'm trying so hard. so hard people have three I'm like with whomst yeah so then I was like okay and he was like well I'm not polyamorous I just have sex with other people but I only want a relationship with my girlfriend and I was oh, like oh so you're having your cake and eating it too I was like okay and he all was right. like and she does the same and I was like all right each their own fair play and he was like I think there's more damaging things that you can do I think you can have long-term emotional affairs with people and that's worse and well, I maybe was you like, just break up with the person and I went then. to him that's called friendship <laughs> like what you've just described is friendship that's Couldn't friends with other people also going out and how I'm just I know how old I am now because so if someone said to me do you want to go out and try and meet a man and have sex with him I'd be like I would rather put my head in a fucking blender than attempt he, to do this he was like I'd rather like I would prefer like my friends to sleep with her than people I don't know I'm going to put some and links to and he was like because you know uh, your best friend some links to counsellors at the end of you know your, you know your best friend wouldn't like try get your girl and I was like yes he would he's already sleeping with her he's what, already does he, what does he need what to does do he need? I was like, anyway, I don't understand. You know and what? Maybe I Fair just don't understand. No, I don't because I'm old. And I've gone to the point now where I want to be like, thank and everybody do what they want. I am old. Just do what you want, but don't talk to me about it. I do think there's more conversation about like polyamorous and it does seem to be like more accepted. And I think that's a good thing. But I don't understand why if you're out with just, you know, you're having a, a work social thing. work yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know why anybody needs to know any of that about you. Yeah, I don't want to know that. Best of luck to you, lads. I'll tell you um, something for nothing. You're better than me because the effort. When they were like, and oh, we're just going to go at it. I was like, that girl probably didn't even shave her legs. She was not She ready. may have actually been she into this like, idea. Oh, some food. But this expectation of like not being prepared. Yeah. I was like, you don't know now. Do you know how you stay prepared? Just don't ever shave. Don't ever shave. Bingo, bango. Bob's your uncle. This guy here. I got nice hairy legs. You get waxed sometimes when you wax yourself. Sometimes. I waxed myself one time, and then never did it again. Oh, okay. It did not go well. Waxing uh, yourself is very difficult. It was also like you know, if you ever see like a person who shaves their own heads and they miss bits, <laughs> that's what it looked like down there. It was not a good time. Um, I and then once when I was growing a... back, I was reefing the fanny off myself. And I once went to a waxer, and this is a true story. No, she was not waxing my vagina. She's waxing, wax, waxing my legs. And she was like, the whole time she's waxing my legs, she was like, comment, like making commentary. And she was like, like, yeah, like just Stop. like, right? and then she went to me. She's like, not to me, but to my legs. She was like, it's growing all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, sorry. And she was like, she was like, these don't even grow in the same direction. And I was like, like uh, I was like, sorry. Do your job, ma'am. Like, I was like, I don't know what to say. Like, I didn't know it was all supposed to grow in the same direction. Yeah, she was like, eh. Jesus, these are all over the place. Like, She'd be a week and a half on my. And then she was like, oh, she was like, see this, this grown that way. And this is grown this way. And I was like, yeah, well, it's, I can't do it's anything. hair. What does she want you to do? I don't know. Will it? Mm, like, thing is, my sister and my niece don't get any hair on top of their legs. Yeah, like well, you just can all <laughs> fuck off. Right? Like, <laughs> but I get hair everywhere else, Sarah like, Jane. I, I get hair everywhere else <laughs> and <laughs> the tops of my legs, right? It's fucking I go Yeah, it's the one place that I never have to shave up there, ever. And like... Apparently it's really common that yeah, people don't, don't get hair up there. No, I never have to. Because that's one thing I, I, I like because I can just stop at the... T- like my knee there, it stops and I'm just like, right, I'm done. Whenever I do shave. Never happens. But yeah, when I do. I have to go the whole leg. 
Well, that's for your sins. Like? It's for your sins. And the beard. And the beard. And I, I watched a video the other day, a good 10 minute video of a woman plucking her chin. And I said to myself, if Colin came in here now, he'd be horrified at me. And was it bad? It was bad. Was it really like, deep? Yeah. Just, I, she I had looks, a big ingrown hair. She has PCOS. Yeah, I've got PCOS. Yeah, so she was plucking her her chin, but I was just like, oh. And did she just, like, where did you see this video? It was on Instagram. Oh, send it to me. She was like, I'm just going to show people, like, how bad this is. Um, and she was getting laser. How lovely into that. Yeah, it was good. she was getting laser for a while and apparently the laser got, like, made her skin really sore. Sore. So she had Do you know what? When I got laser. laser, because I've got so many fillings and shitty teeth, yeah. it really hurt my teeth. For so real? It, yeah, because if you've got any silver fillings, oh. it really hurt my teeth. And then a couple of my teeth cracked afterwards. And they said oh, it wasn't dude. related, but I genuinely think they were. Um, but yeah, like, I was just, because I don't really know that much about PCOS, but I decided to read up on it. I've got loads. I've got PCOS. Yeah. I've got um, skin tags. And my PCOS is Yeah, she is has funny. skin tags. Like, so, like, oh, but what, she has like them all under Yeah, I've under got them all under here. Yeah, and then I've got them like... On her... Uh, like under her boobs. I don't have so many under my She's boobs. Under but I have well. them on my neck. Oh, for real? Yeah, I actually... I used to have a skin tag under there and then it just fell off. Yeah, I've got them here. Then I had one on my eye for a little while. For yeah. real? Yeah. My neck actually is nowhere near as bad as it used there to be. There is not enough uh, information and research done into PCOS. No, they don't give a shit. Whatsoever. Like the shit that women have to go yeah. through and the pain and the... And then the other side of it is you're always told not to be hairy. Don't be hairy. Don't have hair on your body. Oh my God, it's disgusting. And then you develop a condition where that's one of the primary mm. things that it is. And then people aren't talking about how that affects people mentally and stuff. So if you have PCOS, I'm, I hope you're okay and I hope you're getting um, the help that you need for it. Ha- because... Um, What's her face? It's horrific. Posh Spice has PCOS. Dish fuck. Yeah, but she never talks about it. But the reason I got to, and the reason I got told she had PCOS is one of the most negative reasons anybody ever told me anything. Why? So I like I have excessive weight, and it doesn't matter if I eat really well. It doesn't matter if I don't. It's just my it's weight. Just part of PCOS. Like I no, but like my weight has always been my weight. It's never really fluctuated. Yeah. Um. So it doesn't really make a difference. Oh, that's um, make a and then I have like glucophage and all of that other stuff that I had to take. Um, and I said to my doctor, like, I can't really lose any weight. Like, is it related to my PCOS? Mm-hmm. And the response I got was, uh, well, um, Victoria Beckham has PCOS and she's very thin. I was like, what? <laughs> I, was like, Sarah, I was like, right. This is not the same doctor you're you went you're not going to that doctor. No 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 no. Um I was like, right. It is a Yeah, I get that, but she has like access to, you know, all of the medical billions. care in the world. <laughs> like, billions, like, like her and her husband are billionaires. Mm-hmm. But like that's the thing that they were saying that weight is a di- is directly related to PCOS. Yeah, because you can't um it's one of the reasons why women of PCOS become uh have diabetes during her yeah, pregnancy yeah, yeah. because I can't I'm insulin res- not receptive what's the other word um, resistant I'm insulin resistant but not to the point where I'm diabetic really diabetic okay um, so because of my insulin resistance like I get like I'm hungry all the time but yet when I eat I get full, you get full really very quick very quickly yeah. and I can't eat yeah um, and, and then when they put me on the glucophage that just made me really sick and really tired um, which is like yeah, essentially... I feel like you may, might need to go to see a specialist the glucophage was only when I was trying to get pregnant no but I think you might need to bypass all these doctors and just actually go and see a specialist you can't go see a specialist in Ireland until you're referred by a GP so I can't even for my thyroid I wanted to go see a specialist yeah, and they yeah. were like you have to get referred so and I can't get a doctor to refer me because every single blood that they take they're like you don't have a thyroid problem and you know you do and I'm like but there's something wrong yeah 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 
Like no, but it's upsetting because you know there's been so much stuff. But, because pe- but of- people, honestly, the other thing is like. Doctor, when I say they don't give a shit about PCOS, it's literally oh, just like you less. need to like learn how to live with this. Yeah, like there's nothing we we don't. The my only thing I ever got for my PCOS, and they had to take me off it when I was like 14, and they were like, right, we're gonna put you on the pill to regulate your periods because that was like that's one of the most common symptoms of PCOS, but that is not always oh, a yeah, symptom. Yeah, yeah, of course. So a lot of women don't know, like Kira, Graham's sister didn't know she had PCOS until she tried to get pregnant. That's mad. Because for all of her life, she not for all of her life, but for all of her sexual life, she'd been on the pill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So but, she didn't know there was an issue until she But she, she used to like pill. come off her pill and get her period. Yeah. And then they were like, you are, it's like, so she has PCOS. Um, and I think hers is, I know when she, she had a much more difficult time than me getting pregnant. Yeah. Um, I think, we never really spoke about it, but I know that she was on like, ser- she went to the injections. So that would have been yeah. like the next step for me if I hadn't gotten pregnant. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But like when I, the only reason I found out I got PCOS is because my periods were regular. It's mad, isn't it? Narina found out she had PCOS because she had bad acne. But her periods were regular. And now I'm not on the pill anymore because it doesn't agree with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but one of my, the only symptom of my PCOS within my menstrual cycle is my menstrual cycle is long. Yeah, but it yeah, comes yeah. at the same date every same month. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my menstrual cycle is thirty four days long. Oh, okay. So it's long. It's long. Um, but it comes at the same. But it comes, and so like whenever I would go to the doctor, and they'd be like, "Oh, we think you've got, like you've they," I'd be going through all my symptoms, and then they'd be like, "Do you have regular periods?" And I'd be like, "No," and they'd be like, "No, you don't have PCOS." You don't have PCOS. And no. I was like, "I'm pretty sure I do." So I've got the excess of hair and I get like right before my period. Yeah, I know. I get like yeah. a shooting of hair on my face. Yeah, so that's obviously hormonal. Yeah, so. and then I've got skin tags and then I've got the weight and I've got the... And then I, I had... I was diagnosed when I was trying to get pregnant. Like it's mad because Yvonne's friend has um, a PCOS. Let's see the other awful... Dis- endometriosis. She's endometriosis and she was being ignored by doctors left, right She had to go abroad. She went to England. Yeah. And her entire uterine lining and her womb was fused. fused. She was in agony and she was been told by doctors that it was psychosomatic. Yeah. She was creating the pain herself. And she said when she met a doctor in London who was like, this is what's wrong with you. She said she just broke down crying. Yeah. She was like, you're listening to what I'm saying. And like to go to a doctor, especially as a woman, which you know, that idea of like in the early 19th century, it was like hysteria. Women yeah. had hysteria. That hasn't that gone away. has not gone away. Because you'll go to a doctor. Now, luckily, I have a good doctor who would never say that to me. But, like, you know, there's been people that I know have gone to doctors and been like, I'm feeling this way. And they're like, oh, it's stress. Yeah. It's fucking not stress. There's something wrong in their body. Mm. And you need to figure it out. But once again, the medical system is set up against women. So... Yeah. But that's... And a lot of the medical books are, like, all of the subjects are men. Yeah, they're based on men. But that's they're how they used men. to do... But that's what everything has been done. Especially even, like... um not even physical disorders, but mental disorders like ADHD, autism. Yeah. They're all based, based on, on men. men and boys. Um, but I know like that feeling and it was like really minor compared to what that girl went through. But do you remember when I went with my face? Yes. And then I went to that doctor down the road and she listened to me and yeah. I just cried. You cried because somebody and she was, was like, like, I know there's like, something wrong. She was like, it's just an ear infection. Why cry? And I was like, I on, like I left that other doctor's office and when yeah. I say I felt like a lunatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was standing outside sobbing and they make was like, you feel like a and crazy I was like, person. I was like, am I like losing my mind? Yeah. And then like, for just one doctor to go to you, 
no, there's something there. Yeah. And we're going to figure it out and we're going to we're gonna fix it. Yeah, I sobbed. Yeah. So could you imagine being in that much pain for how many years was years she in that and pain? Years and years and years, that girl. Yvonne, and like Yvonne told me the operation was, you know, really intense, like very, very difficult. And she was recovering for a long, long time. But she's doing much better now. So I'm really happy for her. But she had to go to London and pay an exorbitant amount of mm. money for somebody to finally help her. It's insane. Like to go to a doctor and be like, I am not sleeping. I'm not eating. I can't walk. I can't wee because I'm in so much pain. The doctor's like, it's all in your head. Anyway, this being has been uh, moaning about being a woman. Eric. Being a woman so is a mess. Here, see, um, Travis Scott's being sued for $75 million because he murdered all of those people. Because he's a fucking scumbag. Like, a fucking scumbag I have a theory go tell me your theory oh is it a conspiracy theory yes okay go on, go it's on. a bit of a conspiracy theory tell me. I think Kim Kardashian is is going out with Pete Davidson by the way they're going out so Pete Davidson <laughs> from SNL is now going out with Kim Kardashian I don't know how I don't know why but here's my theory go Travis Scott happened and Astro Astro, Astro World planes, Astro yeah, whatever World whatever again. happened and obviously all the Kardashians were being hounded to give a statement Are because he's in a relationship with, Ky- with Kylie okay. I think that mother has been like distracting by you going out with Pete Davidson yeah Pete Davidson also only dates uh, women his mother's age um, who are having rebound issues my theory is that he is dating her distraction and she's agreed to distract Probably, from the fact yeah. that me? this man Murdered yeah. ten people. Yeah, like a fourteen-year-old child. Fourteen-year-old child. Did not. Did not a younger child not die? Like a nine-year-old or ten-year-old yeah. or something. Um. Anyway, fuck when I tell you, a scourge on the earth. Those mm. Kardashians, a fucking scourge. Wipe them out. I can't stand any of the cunts. Like, and on top of that, it's so funny to me that people are like care what they do. I'm like, why do you care what these people do? I don't understand this. Mm. Like, but anyway, yeah, I think you might be right about that. Honestly. The distraction thing. I just don't understand. Also, um, I hope that he loses all of his money. Me too. I hope he's, uh, I hope his kid is okay. He's not going to see his child left without anything. But they'll be fine. What do you mean his kid? His kid is, is like Isn't for the child it? of a billionaire. Yeah, that's what I mean. She'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, so he's his own money. So let him just get wiped out because like, at this point, that motherfucker, he didn't care. He went to a, an after party. Do you know that? No. So basically what happened was it all happened. He knew about it. Said he lied. He didn't know about it. He did know about it. And then went to a How club. How did he not know about it? He was standing, he was standing there stopping was happening. the ambulances from coming and down. And then he went to an after party. And then didn't think anybody would talk about the fact that he was in an after party and someone rad. See he uh, as well. You know that um, that therapy. Better help. Oof. They are so dodgy. Yeah, BetterHelp are really dodgy. And he partnered with them, and then they were like, "They yeah. give you." They're making a fortune out of it. Yeah, like, and they take they take all your information and they sell your information. Just FYI, if you're using BetterHelp, just be careful with them because they're not a very good organization to be giving money to. It's I understand that it's 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 helpful for people and it's not that expensive. I'm not condemning anybody using BetterHelp, but just to let you know that they sell your information to therapists. Yeah, like my therapist will not tell anybody anything about me. That is confidential. There nobody knows I'm any ring of my business. <laughs> Hello, it's Emma. Um, Hello, my will you tell me why I'm mad. I'm very sad. <laughs> I'm a very Listen, sad girl. Tell me why I'm fucking mental. I'd like to know how Adele made all the money from being sad. <laughs> she wrote that album. Sarah likes that album. Sad girl. Is this housekeeping? Housekeeping. Yeah. Housekeeping. How's housekeeping Adele? I've made it Adele. Okay. Adele housekeeping. Um, that is Sweet D. 
Sad Girl 97. Oh, is it? That is a Sad she, Girl 97 album. Is she going through? So the album is written. Now, no. I thought she's in love now, isn't she? No. So the album is written from the. Um, are you are you eating? So you're moving away. Uh huh. Okay. Um, she is talking to her. She this album is written to explain divorce to her son. Oof. That's what the entire album is about. That's a lot. So there's a song that I called My Little Love. And the entire song is just her. Your dad's a prick. No, no, no. She's like, I'm like, talk about why he's so confused. And like, then there's like audio clips of her talking to him. And then the audio clip at the end is her recording her like, it must be like her diary for a therapist or something. Oh, fuck. And she's like sobbing. And she's like, I like, I feel really alone. And I don't, I I don't I love being by myself um oh, today's no. like the first day I felt really alone and I'm really afraid that this is how I'm going to feel now forever oh god um and she's like sobbing and then there's like her talking to him and he, she, he's like she's saying to him uh, like do you love mommy and he's like yeah, I love you a million percent and she was like um oh. I know you're sad about what happened and oh, she's bless. like and the song is like and it's all my fault Oh, bless her. Like, it is. When I say, when I was listening, I was like, <gasps> but I was like, this is a sad girl 97, but I'm going bald, guys. <laughs> so I'm going to have to draw a pen so on my, my hairline. Um, God, okay. Yeah. Jesus, that's intense. I, dirt, I have to say, right, because I'm not like, Adele's other albums are like, show tunes yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a couple of like, boppers yeah, in yeah, them, yeah, but yeah. the rest are all like, quite like, big, songs right yeah. this album has like a different feel to it okay there's one or two songs on it that like there's one song in particular it's called cry your eyes out yeah which has like a real like it's not reggae but it's oh, like shit. it's it's a cool sound it's got i'll let you hear it kind of kind of sounds like amy whitehouse okay cool. has that like 60s girl yeah, 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 pop yeah. band vibe well i'll and, tell you what um, i don't know her music does nothing for me but as a person i think she's very cool um and i wish her all the best and then yeah, there's a couple of songs on it that don't sound like any of her other stuff. Um, but she's like, I'm not, like, people are like, when are you going to tour? And I was like, how on earth could she tour this how album? How you tour that album? Like, the entire album is literally just her talking about her divorce. Oof. And that what she went through and like... Not going to lie. Did not know she was married until uh, yeah. this album. But she's super she's private, but she's been with that guy for like 14 years or so. Oh, wow. Yeah, but she hasn't been married to him for that amount of time, but she's been with him for a very, very long time. Oh, that's so sad. Um, oh, dude. And I fucking Especially when you have Pierce a kid. Morgan and Janet Street Porter came out today and were like she's exploiting her child and her what about his side of the story uh, Pierce Morgan were you exploiting a child when you tapped the phone of a dead teenager yeah. and printed it all over the Daily Mail were you exploiting a child then is nobody why is nobody saying like if I was on a show with Pierce Morgan and he said anything to me I would just be like a dead teenager phone tapping yeah immediately yeah. cut him off at the source he is a cunt um, and Janet Street Porter came out and was like what about his side of the story and I was like why? Who's why? that story? Who gives a... Is he a singer? But also... No! I, like, I don't understand why nobody goes to Beyonce. What about Jane's side of the story? I swear. Just leave women alone. Just leave women um, alone. But also, she doesn't say anything bad about no, this man. No, she's just experiencing, obviously, a breakup and a divorce. And it's like, I'm in agony. And yeah. this is I'm going to talk about it. She didn't interview with Zane, Zane Lowe the other day, actually. I, watched, I briefly saw a clip of it. It was very good. She's, she was on, like, she's on a show with Oprah. Because she, um, she was saying that the record company before she released the album they were like uh, 
you know, we need to get you a viral clip on TikTok. You need to get something that goes viral. Fuck off. And she was like, I don't know what the fuck this Tiki Taki is. She was like, but this is an album is not for 14 year olds. Because they were like, you need a song for 14, 14 year olds. And she was like, my music is not for 14 year olds. My music is for the 14 year olds mams. She was like, I have mums. Yeah. They're the people that are going to listen to my album. I'm not making music. She's like, I'm making music for women that are in their 30s and 40s and going through therapy. That's who this album is for. But like for a record company to turn around to Adele. Adele and say you need a song on TikTok do you know what Adele should have just said fuck off I'm Adele I am Adele it's like saying that to Beyonce yeah. she is on the same level yeah. that level of like it, she's untouchable yeah. Adele like, I am Adele I am Adele you need a fucking viral song I will a, do you want to uh, release my album I will go to elsewhere I'll go somewhere else and they will release be my grateful. album and give me millions more dollars yeah. Like she has so much money, like, and you know something? She absolutely deserves what she has. Adele she's has a so phenomenal much money. talent. Her music does nothing for me, as I said, but as a talent, she's unbelievable. And uh, do you know what else I like better? What? She's incredibly honest. Yeah, she's just a fucking. She's she a, talked about her body image to Oprah, and she's talked about how disgusted she was when she lost all the weight. She wheel out a. a Oh, no, 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 no. Oprah oh, was like, you know, there's been like loads of, you know, commentary, and she was like, that's all, that's been really funny to me. She was like, there's all, she's like, throughout my entire yeah. career, she's like, there's been commentary about my parents. She was like, that just comes up. But she was like, the thing about it is like, I never, yeah, no. I never felt bad about my parents. Yeah, 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 yeah. Other people just were saying, and she was like, and then people were like, you're a role model, and are you doing this? And she was like, this is just for me. Yeah. Literally, nothing to do with anybody else. About celebrity, it's and like, she was like, "I did this because I was going through a divorce and I had nothing else yeah. to do." She was like, "So I went to the gym because yeah. it was the only thing her like only. where I could take my mind off what was happening." And also, her body is nobody's business. I was like, "People are fucking literally insane. nobody's business." Like people inserting themselves. Now, I will say this: I uh, there is a part of me that understands when if you want to say bigger women fat women whatever you want to call yourself whatever you identify as who have a celebrity that they look to and they're like okay she kind of looks like me yeah and if that's not Adele's problem and that's not Adele's issue Adele is a human she didn't ask for any of this but when you kind of are that size or bigger or you're a bigger person when you have a celebrity that you're like oh my god they, they kind of look like me and they have all these things and people love them and there isn't this kind of force on them to lose weight when they lose weight, it is that thing where you're feeling, and you shouldn't because it's not your business. It, you do feel like, oh God, okay. She's deflated. She's gone now, so I don't have her yeah. anymore. So where do I, because there's, it's so few far in between in the, in the, in the industry of any they industry. All they all lose weight. Like they all get thin because, and I get it. Because could you imagine? Because you've got access. Because, you can be your size in life and feel crappy about yourself and shitty about yourself. Would you imagine being your size in life and newspapers are talking about it? Yeah. People on the internet are talking but about also, it. But also, like, you can like be your size so in life intense. and be absolutely, like... Because I'm... All right, all right. So, like, I am a size 18 to 20. Depending on the shop, I'm a 20 to 22. Mm-hmm. Um, River Island. But they're shitty sizes. Uh, in a River Island, I'm 22 to 24. Fucking River Island. Get your shit um, on, In Duns, I can't shop in it. Ridiculous. But anyway... um. And I, I, like, don't get me wrong, there are days where I absolutely, like, lately I've been going through, like, this thing of, like, disliking my body. But that thing of, like, if you'd access to, like, 
a twenty-four seven trainer, a chef, nutritionist, a nutritionist who come in and do all of the because that's the hard we'll work, right? Set it right? up for you and are like we'll set it up for you. This, 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 and then this. on top of that, you've you know four hundred and seventy-five million euro in the bank, so you don't really have to worry about no. like a routine of like work no. and working out. Yeah. Um. Well, then, like, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? And it has nothing to do with anybody else. No. Um. And if you're going through like what Dakar was going through in terms of her divorce. Everybody's been there where they yeah. break up with somebody, and you're and like, it's like, I'm going to cut my hair. I'm going to be the best weight, version of myself. I'm going to be like, like blah blah blah. I'm going to um, blah blah because it is that thing. Because that's what I figured. I didn't know she'd been married, and then when someone was like, she just got divorced, I was like, oh, okay, mm. that makes sense. This so whole body image on. thing kind of makes sense, but I do think I do. Hang but up, I do I, get I, from I do like understand. being a bigger, being yeah. a, um, an, a chubby, a fat, uh, like whatever overweight you want to call girl. Yourself. Um, I do get that representation bit, right? Because, yeah. like, representation is important for everything. Of course, yeah. And there isn't, like... When I was growing up, like, Jennifer... What that? Like, um... What's her name? Okay. Jennifer Goodwin. Oh, my God, she's tiny. What? Tiny. Jennifer Goodwin in everything I've ever seen her in... She's fucking tiny. ...is, like, the she's chubby in- one. Like... She's fucking tiny! Yeah. Um... It's just, and like, even, do you remember when we were kids growing up and, like, she's all that or those kind of things and it's, like, these women who are, like, beautiful but, like, oh, the girl that, wear glasses. Yeah, or the girl and she's, or the girl in, um, Now and Then who was meant to be fat. Yeah. I was like, what? But as a kid, your condition, and the other side of the whole celebrity idea of celebrity as well is these people are so tiny that when you put a normal, normal, in inverted commas, normal person beside them, they look gigantic. Yeah. Because they are so fucking tiny. Like, it's crazy. But, I mean, I, I'm just saying, Adele's body is her own business. Your body is your own business. But I do understand women who have a certain type of body when they kind of are like, oh, there's someone like me and then that's taken from you. It can be difficult but just know that you're fabulous and wonderful and amazing and that somebody, a famous person's body has no... No bearing No on bearing yours. on who you are as a person and would never will have any bearing on who you are as a person. Um, yes, there we go. And that's the end of... Uh, that's the end of whatever that was. Uh, what did you call it? I think I called it housekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, our, I have no other housekeeping. This is our though. internal housekeeping. This is our internal housekeeping. Um, um, someone messaged me on a Twitter. What did they say? Fuck the two of you. Said they were in Porta Down the other day driving, and it. one of the episodes. I'll give you a backstory to that in a minute. But the episode was I don't know what we were doing, but we were we started singing the national anthem. Oh, and they said they had the, they said they had the window rolled down all the way, and they said it was like four in the morning. Yeah, in a So they said that we nearly got them killed. Dizzy, what was what's uh, their name? Roscoe. Dizzy DJ two thousand and fifteen. Dizzy Roscoe. And they were DJing at the launch I was in. Fuck off. Yeah, and that's why they were imported down. No way. Yeah, they they were like for the like they sent me a picture. The man or like so, as a dude. Oh, I recommend listening to our podcast. I know. What you asking? Thanks for listening. He's the one that asked uh, if Colin was single. <laughs> Colin is not single. Colin is uh, married at this point. To be perfectly fucking Great's honest with you. Fight you. Um, look at the book I got today of the Patrick Radham Keith. <gasps> say nothing. Say nothing. Say nothing to nobody. That's what you, that's, whenever when I came this morning, I was like, that's something to Sarah say. Yeah. Say nothing. Right? Say nothing. <laughs> say nothing. You put your finger like that. So I say to Tiernan on a regular basis before we go on a call. Right. He'd be like, what about this? I say, say nothing. <laughs> say nothing. Yeah. I have you. I have uh, 105 hours of annual leave. <laughs> say nothing. 
You have not um, now. I'm very attracted to Patrick Radden Keith. It's a picture know, of him. I do not know what this gentleman looks like. It's All I know is I heard him on a podcast and I was very attracted to him. And then I read an article that he wrote uh, in the New York Times. Times and I was like, I want to marry him. But he's already married with two children. So congratulations, Patrick Radden Keith. <laughs> very happy. Um, is that everything? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Shall we do the story? Hey, Colin, tell us about the Patreon. Sure thing, Lily Pops. Hey there, MMI fans. It's me, Colin, and do I have news for you. It's all going down over at www.patreon.com forward slash Irish, where we've totally revamped our Patreon offering for you mega fans. That's right. Now all of your favorite Patreon stuff can be found in one place as we bring you our MMI Super Show exclusively for Patreon, featuring all the usual banter and chat between Emma and Sarah Jane, plus me thrown into the bargain, along with Lily's Tales, Maximum bell bag and some surprises along the way but that's not all every single week due to popular demand we will be bringing you a full length story whether it be miscellaneous most Irish for those cases that just don't fit on the main show murder most international for those cases you guys have been crying out for or even music most awesome where we talk about our favourite albums but wait there's even more how about MMI Drive the fan favourite podcast show where MNC Sarah Jane drive around Dublin talking about all sorts of shite plus our monthly Ask Me Arse segment where you get to pick the brains of the girls and maybe even ask me a question or two. So what are you waiting for? Come on over to www.patreon.com forward slash Irish and join in the fun for only six euros a month. Give my mommy six euros. Uh, so my story this week is about the murder of a gentleman named Adrian Murphy. So my references are Belfast Telegraph, bbc.com, bbc.co.uk, uh, The Mirror, oh, why did I get stuff from The Mirror? Pinknews.co.uk, Irish Sentinel, The Journal, and a surprisingly good article from The Daily Mail. So, on the 1st of June 2019 at 10.20pm, a man was seen on CCTV footage exiting an elevator on the 17th floor of a luxury Riverside apartment in Battersea, southwest of London. The man stared directly into the camera, then walked towards an apartment door where another man was standing waiting for him. Two hours later, just after midnight, the man from the elevator walked out of the apartment block carrying a Louis Vuitton hold-all, and this time he did not look at the camera. It's the same man. Same man. So, on June 4th, 2019, this is three days later, the owner of the apartment arrived back to his London home after a work trip. He had allowed his best friend and former boyfriend, Adrian, to stay for a few days whilst he was away. He called Adrian's name as he walked through the front door and thought it odd that there was no response. He walked to the bedroom and noticed Adrian asleep on the bed. When he walked closer and tried to rouse his friend, he realised something was very wrong. Adrian was cold and unresponsive and it was then he knew his friend was dead. I don't think I know this story. You do know this story. Adrian Murphy was born in 1976 in County Kilkenny. He lived on Maudlin Street with his brothers, sister and Are you, are you and kidding Paris, me with that name? Where I live every day. Yeah, that's you. My fucking life. She's very Maudlin. She's very Maudlin. Whatever people ask me to describe it, I say she's, she's ye- very Maudlin. She's yellow, yellow hair and she's very, very Maudlin. It's Colin always says about me Maudlin. A Maudlin uh, old bitch. <laughs> Adrian was a dancer from a young age and his sister said that they always knew that this is what he I would was eventually pursue. I was an Irish dancer, wasn't he? He was an Irish dancer. Ah, yeah. Adrian soon left Ireland and would become hugely successful in the Irish dancing scene like all over the world. <clears throat> in 1999, Adrian created the Modern Irish Dance Education Syllabus. 
So Adrian moved to Australia and began teaching workshops and masterclasses. He taught dance, choreography, uh, holiday programs and gave classes in Ireland, Europe, the UK, Australia, New Zealand and the USA. Wow. So for Super. Uh, that's insane. Yeah, it's insane. He made regular Successful. appearances on UK, Australian, American networks. So on the Good Morning Show, the 6pm News Nightline, Trading Places, to name a few. I don't know what Trading Places is. Google In it. Australia. Yeah. Adrian had also entertained, entertained audiences at the Miss Pageant World. Miss World Pageant, sorry. The America's Cup Village, the annual celebration of performing arts. Um and at theatres and the Attawa I'm not sure what that is I think it's just a giant theatre so Adrian was also a seven time Old Ireland Irish dancing champion and he produced and choreographed numerous Irish dance shows such as the Celtic Dance Force Feast of Fire and the Fire Dance Show oh all these shows where they go Feast of Fire Uh, by June 2019 43 year old Aidan had decided to take a year long sabbatical from his position as a choreographer and dance teacher at the Royal Academy of Dance in Britain so Adrian's friends called him a firecracker and an inspiration. He was always funny, talented and creative and loved the finer things in life. He worked hard for everything he, he had and made sure he enjoyed it. So there's people from his village who were like, you know, he was all, he was like so well dressed and he had like nicer, the finer he things He wore in like the Dolce & Gabbana. He was really the... into the Louis Vuitton and all that stuff. And you know what? He fucking worked for it. So yeah, fair play to him. A young lad from Kilkenny like that was able to do that for himself. Fucking fair play to him. Kilkenny's such a pretty place. Kilkenny's a beautiful city. <laughs> During his sabbatical, Adrian decided to spend some time at his best friend's apartment. So on May 30th, Adrian opened the Grinder app and began to look for someone to meet up with. So he began to speak to a man named Remy and after speaking for a little while Adrian asked Remy to come to his apartment the next night for sex and Remy agreed. Okay. Such is grinder. Remy arrived at the Battersea apartment as planned. The two began so to talk. This is a like tale of like why you should be careful yes, on these things. Please be careful on these apps. Uh, began, to, began to talk and Remy went to the kitchen to get himself a drink. He asked Adrian if he would like one and Adrian said that he'd love a can of Coke. So minutes after taking a sip of the Coke Adrian passed out. Oh... Adrian's friends would find him in the exact same position three days later and would immediately call the police. Whilst frantically explaining to the police that his friend would not wake up, he also noticed that many things were missing from the apartment, namely laptops and Adrian's Louis Vuitton hold-all, which he loved so much. Oh, God. Mm. So police arrived with first responders who pronounced Adrian dead at the scene, like he was 43 years old. Was he poisoned? Mm. The police found Adrian's phone thrown in the toilet. That's odd. There was a can of Coke as well as an open bottle of whiskey sitting on the table. Adrian's wallet as well as his personal belongings were all missing so he'd been robbed. Robbed. Yeah. They began an immediate murder investigation. So a post-mortem was carried out in Adrian and it was discovered that his death was a result of poisoning. The drug found in Adrian's system is known as, I hope I pronounce this right, so it's scopolamine or scopolamine. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. So this is from Wikipedia what it is. It's also known as uh, hyoscine or devil's breath. It's a natural or synthetically produced tropane alkaloid, an anticholinergic drug that is formally used as a medication for treating motion sickness. <gasps> it is also sometimes used before surgery to decrease saliva. So when used by injection, effects begin after 20 minutes and last for up to eight hours. It may also be used or- orally and as a transdermal patch. So it's like an actual drug that's used for something in the medical so world. How do you die from that? So... <clears throat> In Colombia, the drug is known as Devil's Breath. It is used by rapists as a date rape drug, drug as well as c- criminals who want to incapacitate their victims. So toxicology tests estimated that the concentration of scopolamine in Mr. Murphy's blood was 67 micrograms per litre of blood. Okay, 
So Pearlie Sherwood hits six very low. That seems that's incredibly high. So from BBC News, forensic toxicology. Any years of blood in your body? Forensic toxicology expert Kirsten Turner, in relation to the tests that Mr. Murphy told the jury, the fact that we've detected scopolamine at these levels suggests to me that it was used within a few hours of death and the test suggests that it was a high dose. She described it as well in excess of the amounts used in therapeutic doses and said said toxicity could lead to fatality. It's not that many years. So the police carried out forensics on the coke can and found in the apartment and found traces of the drug along as well as in the whiskey bottle. Whiskey. So it was like everywhere. They also carried out fingerprint analysis and pulled a print from the whiskey bottle laying open in the apartment. Oh. So the police began to become concerned as this was not the first case of this type that they had experienced recently. Someone else died. Didn't die. Two days before the discovery of Adrian's body, a 40-year-old man was discovered by a neighbour. The man was naked and confused and could barely speak. The neighbour called an ambulance and he was taken to the hospital. The man, who cannot be named for legal reasons, he still hasn't been named, told the police he had met a man on Grimder named Remy, who agreed to come to his home for sex. Aww. When Remy arrived, the man said he did not seem, seem interested in actually having sex with him and instead just sat on the sofa and didn't talk. The man got up to use the, the man that we can't name, got up to use the bathroom and when he came back, Remy had poured him a glass of orange juice. The man took a drink. The man began to feel faint he said, quote, he began feeling breathless and like my head had, had this darkness coming over it. And then he just passed out. Oh, God. So he only had to take a sip. That's terrifying. A sip. The man was then found outside by his neighbour, completely disorientated. He did not remember this, but only remembers waking up in the hospital. This is a quote from him. All I remember is saying something along the lines of what's happening, then passing out, waking up and a doctor telling me you're lucky to be alive. I was absolutely out of it. I didn't know what I was saying and I was speaking gibberish. So the man explained to the doctors that he had not taken any drugs and that he had had a complete lapse of memory. I'm sure the doctors were like, yeah, right. Because he was like, I didn't take like anything. me when I take drama, man. <laughs> he was like, I didn't take anything. And then the doctors were just like, okay, goodbye. So once released from hospital, the man returned to his apartment and realised he had been ransacked. I've been stopped. Property rocked. worth nearly £2,000 was stolen, including bank cards, sunglasses, two laptops and other devices, including his Alexa and Sony PlayStation. The quote, horrific and horrific and humiliating attack the survivor told the police left him, quote, insecure. He added, I am not quite sure how life will ever be the same. So the man called the police to tell them that he'd been robbed mm. just after that and the events surrounding it. Um, and when Adrian was found, the police realised that there was someone carrying out these crimes and targeting gay men on dating apps because they were oh. like, this happened within a six. So what happened is, right, he drugged Adrian left him in the apartment and then went and did it again to the <gasps> other guy. So it wasn't like he was giving himself time. He just left that left Adrian drugged, didn't he didn't even know how much he gave him, just poured it into the fucking thing. And then went and did it to this guy. But Adrian who was dead in the apartment and they found this guy. My God. Uh so <clears throat> Once police checked the CCTV footage from the apartment where Adrian was staying, they could put a face to the potential suspect. Because you know what he did? Look at that the camera. Right at the fucking camera. Staring at it. Did he not think that like He just was like this. Going... There's a picture of him. If you Google it, there's a picture of him just staring at the camera like this. Like you fucking dumbass. Like the dumbassery in this is awful because these this guy is such a dumbass, but he kills someone, which is horrific. Like, um, So the man who was drugged and robbed and survived showed the messages he had received from the man named Remy to the police. He also gave them the phone number Remy had used to contact him. When police showed the man the CCTV footage of the suspect from Adrian's apartment, he confirmed it was the same man. 
looking directly at the fucking camera. Put that picture up on Like, That's... what are you doing, sir? Didn't even put a hoodie on directly at the camera. Knows the camera is there. Is on his way to drug and rob a man in an incredibly expensive apartment block with concierge and everything else. It's insane. Um, the police were able to see the messages from Remy to Adrian once they accessed Adrian's phone that had been thrown in the toilet. Yeah. When they checked Adrian's text messages, the phone number was a match for the phone number of the man who had been texting this guy who had survived. Oh, God. So he used the same the phone. The dumbass. The same phone. Where did he get this medication from? It's, he bought it online. Dark web. I need to get on the dark so the web. police not only had... Match me on the plane on that stuff. I know, yeah, you're being... The police not only had Remy's face, but they had his phone number. When police tracked the number, it led back to a 26-year-old man, not by the name of Remy, but of the name Joel Assay. I think I'm saying his name right. O-S-E-I, Assay. The police were in contact with Adrian Murphy's bank, who informed them that on the day Adrian's body was found, someone had attempted to buy £62,000 of diamonds from a New York dealer. Sorry. A New York jeweller in Murphy's name. Jesus. Sixty-two grand. Police then began to trace any transactions made on Adrian's card in order to track down a say because he was homeless. He didn't have a home like they, could, they couldn't find his house. Oh, yeah. okay. So a hotel stay over a number of days at the Simpson Street Hotel was charged to Adrian's card along with £2,190 of software from Chief Architects. I'm like, were these people on drugs? Software? Software. Two and a half grand worth of software they bought. I'd say they were buying like something for like cloning cars. Probably, yeah. They must have been doing something like that. So the police finally arrested Asai along with his 17-year-old girlfriend, Diana Christia, who they now believed was an accomplice. Oh my God. 17 years old. Asai and Christia denied all charges initially. The police were then able to find pictures that Christia took of Adrian's Louis Vuitton bag before advertising it for sale online for £300 along with five of his Dolce & Gabbana belts for £200 oh my God. linking her to the crime. She took the pictures on her fucking phone. Oh. On the same day... This man died for like... For shite. two dickheads. On the same day, a PayPal account was created in Adrian's name but registered to Christia's former address in Tottenham. Like they weren't even thinking. Like they registered in his name and they were like, just put your address. Y'all are dumb as fuck. And the fact that this man died, died over these two dumb fucks. So the police also found text messages between Asai and Christia on the night he visited Adrian's apartment. Asai had texted Christia 23 times during the visit with Christia telling him to steal everything that he could. He said that he, w- he would and would then pass the stolen goods to Christia so she could sell them online. All these text messages are on their phone. <laughs> the police were also able to find the receipt the purchase of the drug scopolamine on Joel Asai's computer dating back to early May in 2019 so you just bought it online bought it online kept the receipt on his computer didn't think hey if we ever get called the police we're going to have all this Dumbasses. that seems insane that you could get it online you can get anything online like anything it's crazy I don't understand the dark web I don't get it but I know you can get them drugs and them guns get them and whatever kids. else it is. Fuck them kids. So both Christia and Asai were charged with one count of administering a poison or noxious substance so as to endanger life, two counts of theft and eight counts of fraud. Not like get done for murder. They do. So in, 20, in October 2020, Christia and Asai's trial began. Osai had admitted manslaughter now and an alternative charge of administering poison with intent to injure, aggrieve or annoy, annoy, as well as seven counts of fraud. He, in, he denied two counts of theft. Walking out 
How could he deny? With the man's laptop in his, his Louis Vuitton hold all. Christay admitted one count of fraud and two counts of handling stolen goods. The prosecution explained how the couple had targeted men on Grinder in order to rob them and drain their bank accounts. This really bothers me as well because it's like, why go on? Like they knew they were like, we'll just go on Grinder because we know these men are going to want sex. So we can just do whatever we want. Like obviously she didn't do it because she was only 17. And, and a female. And a female. So it's so eerie. Oh, Mr. Ju- Justice. Uh, oh no. Sorry about that. I don't want to read that yet. I don't want to read that yet. What? I'm going to read that at the end. So, Asai and Christia were described to the court as tempestuous and described themselves as very much in love. So, Chris and Ailish for the prosecution. How old is Remy? He is 26 and she is 17. Oh, okay. So, Chris and Ailish for the prosecution said that even after everything that had happened, Asai wrote to Christia calling her, quote, my Romanian goddess wife. He signed another letter to her as your husband and king. Jesus. Crazy people. Asai I want Graham to sign every text message to me as <laughs> my, my husband queen. and king. So Asai and Christia were also caught passing notes to each other in the court. They were like... They're like Bonnie and Clyde? Pretty it's much. Bullshit. After one such incident, Asai told the court that Christia knew nothing about the drug he had given to the men and she was very upset when she found out. Bullshit. Bullshit. Crispin Islet said the couple were, quote, a pair of ruthless grifters, scammers looking to make easy money at whatever cost to their victims, which is exactly what they fucking were. Each of the two victims had met up with Joel Asai. Each of them had been drugged and each of them, from each of them, Asai had stolen whatever he could find and Christia could sell. Yeah. On January 22nd, Joel Asai was jailed for life for the murder of Adrian Murphy. So it's a minimum ter- minimum sentence of 32 years. He was then handed down a further five-year sentence for the second incident of the man he drugged and robbed. Mr. Justice Williams said of Osai, quote, uh, you left him either dying or dead. What did you do then? You set about using his debit card and credit card, which you stole. That included an attempt to buy diamonds, admittedly unsuccessfully, worth £80,000. You murdered Mr. Murphy for gain, as of self-evidence. Once you killed him, you committed fraud by using his property. The killing of Mr. Murphy is made worse by the fact that he there was significant planning involved. He was vulnerable in the sense you assumed he would be unwilling to report what had happened if he survived. Yeah. And that's it, exactly what it fucking was. You were the principal and you would have done this come what may. And it's true. That's what I mean. They were new that like if they targeted gay dudes, the gay dudes, they were probably like, oh, they're not going to go to the police if this happens because they're just going to like, that's what they were doing. Yeah. Constantly two of them. So two months later on the 22nd of March, 18-year-old, now 18-year-old Diana Garcia was detained for life for murder with a minimum term of 16 years. She was handed 30 months detention for her part in poisoning the surviving victim to run concurrently with no further penalty for fraud and theft afterwards. Sorry? No further penalty for fraud and theft. So obviously there's some sort of like... She must have ran on Remy. Yeah, deal going. You know, his Romanian queen. She She was like, fuck him, he did it. Yeah, his Romanian queen ran him out. Ran him out big time. So Justice Williams said of Christia, quote, you were an active and willing participant in this plan. You expected to gain from this plan. You knew scopolamine was being used and knew what it could do, which they did because they had Googled. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, all the information was on the computer. They were Googling, what's a good drug to use and how much of a drug could actually kill someone? And no. Blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, they knew exactly what they were doing. And so did so they, they try to kill this guy? I think they tried to kill him, yeah. Because like he, they had Googled the amount to use and apparently when he was in Adrian's house she was like frantic being like steal everything steal everything steal everything so he just went like that into the coke can 
like just poured a shit ton of it into what? the coconut not thinking I am putting so much of this drug it's going to kill this person that this could kill this person just like because this 17 year old is telling me to steal his Louis Vuitton bags this man died because he's too fucking cunts like and it's so frustrating because they're just idiots they're morons they weren't thinking like they were they're bad people but they weren't thinking ahead they weren't thinking we should wipe our phones we should wipe our computers we need to go somewhere where they, they were like fucking they were pretty much googling am I a murderer like at this point mm. fucking idiots so Adrian's family spoke of the utter grief and devastation they had faced at the loss of their brother and son Frank his older brother wrote a poem for Adrian saying quote I am thinking of you looking at the stars the colours that you wore of gay with pride influenced not by those who disapproved your life a whirlwind of the brightest rainbow like a straight brother wrote that's that so nice. that so nice Adrian's sister Ruth spoke of how her life would never be the same, <clears throat> same and how she felt half of her had been ripped away quote I loved him more than life myself life itself excuse me he was like a twin to me we grew up together and spent most of our lives together I'll never get over this Ruth also gave a statement at Christia's trial saying I have been torn in half as a direct result of your selfish and despicable acts you stole my little brother Adrian from me so that is the story of the murder of Adrian Murphy and how to fucking that is so what a waste it's just so reckless isn't it it's just like like no regard for human life yeah no understanding of like no planning no no forward thinking and that other that gentleman that survived the doctor said to him you are lucky to be alive so only he had gotten out of the house. And I didn't know he had gotten out of the house. It was like his neighbour found him naked in the garden. Like going blah, 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 like gibberish. Yeah. And only he had called him an ambulance. He beat it too. Because they didn't care. They were literally just pouring a drug into somebody's drink. And not being like, I should, maybe I shouldn't put that much in. And like the fact that it took one sip to knock him out. One sip. That's insane. One sip and he was out cold. Like that's, that's an enormous amount of a drug in somebody's system. Yeah. When I was reading it, I was like, how frustrating. How frustrating to be like. And not that you'd want to make it any better if some mega mind criminal killed your brother. But too fucking no, dumbass. I, I don't think any... Like, like, listen, if your brother has been... So that's murder, right? Murder, if yeah. Your brother has been murdered. I, and that's not what I'm saying. It, regardless of like how it happens or yeah. how anyone is taken from any family. Horrific. It's horrific. But like, this was just like... There's no regard. No. Like, no regard. Like, he was... He was just... He wasn't considered a thing. No. A person. He, he was, was just considered in the way oh, of getting. We need your stuff. And like, I think if I if I was his brother or sister or his mum or dad, I'd be like, you could have just taken all that stuff. You could have just held him up and taken clo- all, locked that stuff. him in the bedroom and, it and taken a terrible, it. Terrible, yeah. terrible, horrible thing. Terrible. But he'd be alive. He'd still be here. But you decided, you, like, his Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton bag yeah. was more important than my son's yes. life. You took was more important than my brother's son life. over a laptop. Like, and then tried to buy sixty-two thousand pounds. <laughs> And I was the time I was reading, I was like, "What are you going to do with sixty-two grand of diamonds?" It, the whole thing is. What just are you going to do with that's that? That's really sad. It's, it's horrible, so sad. and it's such and a. And I think you're right. Like that, they were targeting gay men because it was like this will happen, and, and then like, they won't say anything, and then maybe Grant will will continue to do what we're doing. That other man is so lucky, so lucky, and he's completely traumatized by the whole thing. Like he's like. You know, I'm in my house, and then the next minute I'm in hospital, and then I hear that my neighbor found me in the garden naked and disorientated and the doctors tell me I'm lucky to be alive and I have no, no idea, idea what has happened to me Sorry, my belly is you're fine itchy. and then I go home and someone has robbed my fucking house which in itself is enough of a violation yeah um, which is so frustrating when I was reading that I was like these two little fucks like that's awful and they just it's like 
it goes to show you how evil can be stupid sometimes. No, and that's it, right? Evil can just be stupid sometimes. It can just be that, as you said, that Louis Vuitton bag was worth more than my 43-year-old son's life to you. But yes, have a lovely week, everybody. That was a very good story. I'm very sorry for his family because that is so fucking frustrating. Oh, imagine that. Imagine me like these two fucking morons. Anyway, fuck people. They're the worst. I'd say everybody feels that way about someone, but that is like just this like... So frustrating. It's a genuine, like... Uh, things terrible things happen yeah. all the time yeah. but like get like just just take it I, you don't need to kill anybody like take the shit you don't need to kill no. anybody bro like what the fuck and this obviously thing of them turning up him turning up to have sex with him and then just like sitting on the couch yeah what the f- I would have been like no I don't know what I would have been like because I've never been in that position so it's difficult but anyway. and I, and, and my last point Go. my last point please be safe when you're if on these you're apps if you're going to use please, any of please, those please apps please be safe please tell a friend there's someone coming over I don't know what else to do but just please be remember safe remember when you went on one date it wasn't on Grinder, but it was on what was one on Plenty of, fish. Plenty of Fish and I sat outside the pool Plenty for two fish. hours Come. I was like eh, I'll be out here now I literally kept you there because I was like, like eh, now when you when you go in I there, right, be, I want to come be up to the window, <laughs> put the light on your phone. If you're not in, if you're in danger, flash. just flash the light. <laughs> and you were like, I'm in the pub. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Sarah sat outside waiting yeah, for me. I sat outside in the car park. And it was a great night. And then she not. came out and I was like, what's good? And she was like, eh. No. I'm never doing that again. Nope. I was like, all right, okay. And I did not. I, I said loads of things like, well, I'm very proud of you for trying. She did. She was very happy uh, for me for trying. I'm very proud of you for trying. Uh, please don't make me do this again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, say goodbye to people. Goodbye, everybody. Have a lovely night. Happy Christmas. Colin! I was doing next to nothing about a year ago But Sarah Jane and Emma came and knocking on my door Said they'd figured out a better way to pass the time Do a little podcast, researching through crime They wanted hoodies, cats and bees The kind of place where men are not allowed They wanted hoodies, cats and bees On Sunday night Sarah Jane would come around Lay a story down And just about when everything was going as planned Sarah Jane and Emma started making demands You're gonna have to edit out for what we said And I'll only record if we're sitting on a bed Oodies, cats and bees Lifetime supply of Jenny Glow Side, some army hammer jokes and a song to end the show.